Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O. And I am Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson? The songwriter? Yes. <laughs> I didn't think now I'm about... Trying to think of, I'm trying to think of Jack Johnson's songs and I should know this. Um... I couldn't think of a horror person and I, I panicked. Oh, okay. <laughs> Upside down. He's like that weird, like... He was like a singer. Yeah, no, like... he was a surfer and then he became like a singer. Who and, just like had a guitar and yeah. sang like weird whiny songs and actually weird whiny so what are we thinking of the same person Jack Johnson yeah well not like it wasn't like the lyrics weren't whiny but like his music was very like uh, I think I'm gonna I'm thinking I'm gonna blow this off the top with it Jack <laughs> Johnson did not okay I, like I know whiny believe me I listen to my emo shit I know whiny I wasn't talking about like emo or or country or anything like that I was just saying like his voice was kind of. It sounded whiny to me, but most people probably just sounded it like found it like oh, calming wow. or something. So, oh wow! Like I was like trying to figure out what his um, number uh, like one song would be like right now because I remember when he like first came out and like one of the I'm looking at all the songs like I've fallen off of Jack Johnson <laughs> apparently a long time ago. The only song I recognize is Upside Down. I don't is, even remember. Oh, that song was from oh dude, that was from the Curious George movie. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Totally not horror right now. <laughs> Don't care. Anna sent me down a path. Then again, we are rarely on exactly on horror, so. You know what? I was actually worried about this episode. I was like, we're not going to have anything to talk about. There's hardly any news that I've had. I didn't do my research. Well, we'll find something, and voila. Oh, okay. Now I recognize. But yeah. No, wait till his voice. He's got a good voice. It's kind of like. No, whiny is like, to me, John Mayer has like a. I don't even know who that is. What's impossible they forgot? It's kind of like a Hawaiian field. This world keeps spinning and each new day. I can feel it. Is it weird that this music just kind of pisses me off a little bit? We are very opposite people. <laughs> like, I'm, like, more than ever right now, this is fucking jamming. Like, I've never listened to this centered. Holy fuck. This is fucking good. Ah, oh, shit. I should get an album of his. And just... That's the weird thing about me, though, is that I feel like a lot of times with... Uh... Oh, that's fucking chill. Yeah. Fucking whiny my ass. Oh, that's the weird thing, though. Oh it's like God, a lot of people so that I, or a lot of music that Guess I what? like that I added that to my Spotify, and I'm following Jack Johnson again. Holy shit, was that fucking chill? Um, 
Well, a lot of the songs that are a lot of the music that people find like calming, I just like irk me. Like I can't listen to cl- classical music for very long unless it's like a soundtrack. I don't know what it is, but like Beethoven and Bach, like it just like it irks me in a weird way, which kind of sucks because I like classical music, but I can't just be sitting still whenever I'm listening to it. Otherwise, it just kind of irritates me. Fuck, See, dude. my chill music is like metal, weirdly enough. No, 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 no. See, no, no, you're missing the point. I'm not saying it's chill mu- music. Like, I want to just sit here chill and listen to some Jack Johnson. What I meant, like, that's just chill. Like, that's just, like, nice and, like, you know, awesome kind of thing. No, no, no. I don't have, like, actual chill music. I have music that I just play and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Okay, okay fine. Like, that puts me, in, like, it's like, it's basically, I need certain music at work, like, to get me to be, like, going, like, all right, this is music that's kicking, doom, 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 and it's going to get me, like, just going through, like, whatever, you know, work I'm doing and stuff like that. They have, like, sometimes where you're just, like, like up here when I'm drawing, I'm all like, dude, you know what I'm just going to kick on? I'm just going to kick on, like, ska when I draw or something like that. Just get into, like, ska mode or something like that. Like, it's not, like, chill or whatnot. Like, you, what you're saying is, like, your go-to would be metal, like, kind of thing. Not, like, like, and that can relax you. That can also be your, like, fuck this person who's in front of me in traffic. <laughs> that could be, like, you're, like, oh, fuck yeah, like, I'm going to clean the fucking house. Like, it's just, it's just music that, like, puts you in a certain, but it's not, like, like, I don't think, because I'm, I'm trying to think about it, I've never actually just sat down, put on an album, and just, like, relax. Just, like. Really? Yeah. Never done that. Huh. Yeah, I, uh, I like, would do that uh, whenever, well, in my teens, I would do that, because I had nothing else fucking better to do, because I was homeschooled. Um. But no, like, uh, whenever I, like, I would just kind of, like, hang out in my room for hours and either listen to, like, Lord of the Rings or, like, soundtrack or just, like, whatever I had at the time. Yeah, no, and but, that's, yeah, I, like, and, but that's like, what I'm saying. Like, I would even listen to, that. like, jazz stuff, and that's actually kind of how I got my appreciation for music is I would listen to jazz stuff and, like, listen to the music and actually listen to, like, what, like, the musicians were actually doing that was unique what sounded difficult what sound was actually difficult that they were making sound easy that kind of stuff yeah um but now okay fine i i take back my comment about jack johnson being whiny i still think he's a weirdo but that that's fine and you're valid but, but i'm like i'm like no no, okay, no like i let will me give change you, my will... definition of whiny to cold play that That's, is yeah, whiny. I, I will totally agree with you on that one because that <laughs> I was is whiny. That, I was like, you know what? I take it back. And do a Coldplay is whiny. That's what Especially I'm saying. Like, fix you. Have like, you ever heard that song? I don't think so. Oh, you should look it up and play it right now. It's like I'm gonna put. It, I'm gonna stop you right there. Uh, Coldplay, not for me. Never has been. Never will be. I don't need to go check it out. I already know how bad it is. I don't need to go listen to it. <laughs> I I'm actually good. I like Coldplay, but it. I have to be in the right frame of mind for it. And, and if that's you're completely fine. But, Other people enjoy their music. Obviously, they are very successful and good on them and some of that. I already learned Coldplay, especially very early when they first came out when I was in high school, not for me. I really liked um the song Fix You though, because it's it's a very it kinda like I think almost every girl the first time they heard that song, it made them cry because it's like literally like the beginning lyrics of the song are when you try your best and you don't succeed. And it's just kind of like talking about like I, I'm guessing it was a relationship that went wrong or something like that. But then, like, oh, he was married to Gwyneth Paltrow for a while, I think. And then whenever they got a divorce and my mom goes, well, yeah, of course she divorced him. He's depressing. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I can kind of see that. Uh, I, but did, again, it, I did get the title, though, for this show now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I feel like you just we just opened Pandora's box. Yeah, now, so now I'm trying to think of, like, Your Pandora's actual, music box. Yeah, Pandora. Oh, that's an actually a better <laughs> name of the episode. I actually put... B- BHC Fro Show. 
Because <laughs> I, I know it's going to pop up on Matthew's feed. He's going to be like, what the fuck? What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> are they trying to steal my shit? We'll try not to dive into Just any more music. Pa- some or, of that. Yeah, put BHC Fro Show colon Pandora's Music Box. Yeah, Pandora's Music Box actually might just be it. Honestly, very. I'm going to see if that's a Pandora. I'm going to see if that's an actual band. <laughs> if it's not, it should be. It should be. But it should be like something completely random, like some sort of like. Oh my God. I don't know. Is Wait, it? No, it's not. Oh. Well, I, I, it would help. Like, I love how it gives me the option, and then when I look up, it shows that I've already spelt the word wrong. Oh. Let's try this again. <clears throat> I still think that you should play Fix You, though, just to show people how fucking depressing it is. It's a really good song, though. But yeah, my parents say the same thing about... Um, oh, there is one. Ooh. Ooh. There's a band called Pandora's Music Box. Let's see. Uh, we'll go to... If it's like a jazz band, I would be so happy. Um, I, I, I will say this. Their art cover does intrigue me. It's very, uh, they literally have their, fir- the, okay, let's see. They came out and it looks like, when did they come out? It looks like their first album might have been 2005, 2015. Okay. And the first album was called Gothic. <laughs> and then they have Season of the Witch. Okay, so it's more like, almost like a Oh, metal. no, this, okay, this is actually not a, uh, the name of the band. It's the name of the album. No, it's not. What, wait. What is this? I clicked on no. I clicked on Pandora's music box. Yes. And it brings Oh, that's the song. It's Pandora's music box. Never mind. Ooh, play it. Play it, play it, play it, play it, play it. Alright, here's uh well, let me get the band name because it's not uh this is off of the album Carnival of Lost Souls. Uh Nox uh Arcadia? Huh. Let's see, Pandora's music box. Guaranteed this is probably like up your alley. Ooh, that's already... Oh, wait, that's, um... Exorcist. Is it? Yeah, the... Ding, ding. Oh, I've never seen Exorcist. Well, that's uh, just, like, their music that... Yeah. Hmm. That's, like, when, like, he's walking up, the like, into the, the priest is coming, it's like... Huh. Ooh. <sighs> Might have discovered a new band. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're trying to be creepy or if it's like... I, well, I'm curious if like this is just that song or mm-hmm. the other ones are going to be all just this weird like... Like I was expecting... Music. Yeah, I yeah. was waiting for like lyrics to come in. Like I get it. It sounds like a music box. I mean, I like it. I dig yeah. it. It's a cool It's a cool track. Like I could totally put this on, do some artwork with it, you know. I feel like this would be really good for horror or even like, uh, like a backdrop to like... Um, a like a great, Halloween like party. A, Oh, see, I was going to say, or, or even just or like, house. I was just going to say like a background to like a movie based in like Greek mythology. Or something Since like that. Pandora actually is from yeah. Greek mythology. Right, so I'm so. going to grab, let's, I'm going to go to this other song on the album called okay. Spellbound and just see if they actually, if this is it or do they actually have Or like, if this is just like one of their musical interludes. Yeah, kind of, kind of thing. So let's see. Yeah, because I know uh, Killswitch Engage does a lot of like, they'll have like a song that's just like a, a musical interlude. Yeah, this is actually this might just be it. So never mind. Fuck this band. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this would be good to listen to whenever you're working. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I'm going to have to find something. You know what? I take it back. I'm not a fan of this band as much anymore. Or it could just be the song, but... Up out of this way. Let's 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 kick it off with some actual. Let's see, what is this? This is the one I'm looking for. Because after hearing this bullshit, let's see, is this one I'm looking for? I feel like they're just trying way too hard. I feel like this would probably be more awesome kind of horror music than what we're listening to right now. Nintendo song. It is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, ah. Like, this is, is probably. This, no, this is Castlevania. That's oh, why it's more up there. Okay. But this is probably more up your alley. Ooh. It is more up my alley. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. But yeah, so it's like... Uh, I still want you to play Fix You. I'm not playing that. <laughs> Damn it. Anyways, so now that we've traveled up and down that little rabbit hole of Pandora's Music Box, I feel like that should probably be a segment now. I'm going to try to... Well, Pandora's Music Box and find like some creepy tracks you've heard. Yeah. That's a good idea, but that will be it for the... the Pandora's Music Box segment, apparently. Well, no, I just meant... Uh, uh, just meant the music Got, stuff. Yeah, indoors. So anyways, yes, we are back. Um, <laughs> uh, we were gone last week, and now we're back. Uh, what's it called? Uh, we did not get to see the movie um, Us. And uh, then also Pet Cemetery is going to be coming out, uh, I believe, uh, next week. Um, so there's all that kind of stuff. But of course, if you're looking for us, we are on 4 Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Toes, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, Google Play Music, Google Podcast App, Spotify, and Podchaser. And of course, if you want to uh, help out with the show anyways, you go to 4iRadio.com, click on that Amazon banner, shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. And, of course, if you want to look for us on Facebook, we are at facebook.com, not out of the Be Horrorcast. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Be Horrorcast. Now, with all that finally out of the way, uh, Jack Johnson, how was your uh, last few weeks? Well, uh, well, 
Mr. Yep. Mr. Burns, excellent. <laughs> oh, see, I... Smithers! That's kind of like cross between Mr. Burns and uh, George Bush. Well? Uh, no, that's... Uh, no, that's more... Uh, or, uh, uh, yeah, I know. I said George Bush, and I was like, wait, nope, that's Ronald not Ronald Reagan. Yes, well, there we go. Well? Eh, same thing. <laughs> here down this wall, Gorbachev. You can't? Pandora's music box? Well. Tear down this music box. Um, Anyways. Anyways, back on track from 15 minutes ago. Um, Let's see if you're right on that. Not not exact, but very close. It it just hit like 1605 right when you were like, so I'm like, that's pretty damn close. So pretty close, because if you think about it, the intro is probably about 30 seconds. So boom. Still like it. Well, no, the intro is going to be a little bit longer than that, because when I when I add the um, bumper. Oh, on the show, like I usually do, but um, you don't listen to the show, so why do you? Well, no, because I don't like listening to myself talk. I don't ask you to listen to it; just download it and then delete it, so we get the download hit. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. That's what I do. Well, I usually download and uh, listen to different parts of the show just to make sure everything came out correctly. Mm. I should probably do that. Anyways, uh, my weeks were good, except for getting sick on the day that we were supposed to go see us. So that was mm. fun. Yeah. Um been dealing with stomach issues so that's awesome and having a giant knot in my shoulder that's traveling up to my neck so that's also awesome but other than is that, is that how brain w- aneurysms work uh brain aneurysm is um i want to say it's like a misfire no uh that's a stroke that's a stroke uh, uh yeah stroke uh, is a misfire on the brain and aneurysm is like whenever, a blood clock and then it's like yeah it's like a blood vessel bursting in your brain um so, like, you can have, like, a mild aneurysm or you can have a severe one. So, I guess it probably just depends on, like, the positioning of the blood vessel and where it is in the brain. Mm. Um, but, no, I don't think you can get an... I really hope you can't get an aneurysm from having a tense neck. Cause well, I didn't know if it was a tense neck or it's just your... That's, like, a blood clock that's just traveling. No, it, like, I can actually, like, feel the knot. And I like, I've I, been trying I, to I work know. it out. Okay, first off, it was a doctor. I wouldn't be doing this bullshit for a living. Uh <laughs> Or my other fucking job. Uh, I'd be a fucking doctor. He's a doctor. What is that for? I'm starting to remember. I was hoping it would trigger your memory because I'm like, I've heard that. But then I'm like, I don't know where it's from. I hope and I hope Jack Johnson here does. <laughs> Anna Johnson. Yeah, but he's a doctor. A doctor. I feel I want to say Haley, but I don't think that's it. Yeah, it sounds like it, it would be something a, on American Dad. He's a doctor. A doctor blank. And I'm trying to remember what name they're talking to. Although I do really like the one where it's like the geologist shows up in American Dad and they're like, have you ever gone to brunch with a geologist? It's pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty great. (laughs) I I know a lot of geologists who really appreciate that episode. (laughs) Um, But no, I really haven't had too much going on. I mean, we shifted desks at work, so that's kind of nice. I have tall walls in my cubicles, so... I'm kind of cut off from the world again. I actually got a message. Uh, one of my coworkers yesterday was throwing paper clips at me, and then another coworker messaged me and said that it was weird not having me in that area anymore. <laughs> so at least I know that my presence is at least noticed when it's absent um, or abscessed. One of the two. Um, <laughs> abstinence. Yeah, abstinence, yes. Um, anyways... Uh, but yeah, other than that, I'm trying to remember what I did. Uh, oh, we haven't talked about the fact that we went to Four Peaks for 
um, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. So that was awesome. We had a couple friends over after that and tried, or I, I apparently was the only one actually trying like the different kinds of Irish whiskey. Everyone else just kind of like I had. Well, I had one, and then I also, um, and then I had to do. I went upstairs and I did Life is Shit. So, yeah. Um, so and yeah, then the, I, I couldn't drink anymore. I drink a lot on St. Patty's Day. Yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, I think at Four Peaks, we had like three rounds of shots, like, and at least like three beers each. I think that's the shots is what um, I think kind of, what's what's the word I'm looking for? I think the shots because sugar was Mm. in the shots. And I think I had like a sugar crash, which I haven't had in like ages. So I think that's what like crippled me because it's like I probably could have drank more. But I think doing the shots with having the sugar, sugary stuff in it. Like, I was like, oh, this is awesome. But then the sugar crash hit, and I was like, why am I feeling this way? And then I was like, oh, that's right. (laughs) That's the only thing I think of. I know it fucked uh, Pat up because he doesn't do shots. And he was like, fuck me. So, (laughs) Um, and then, uh, but like Ben, Ben like came back here and he he crashed out. He crashed out. He like took a power nap and then like, we came back down from doing the show and he was just like playing cards with you guys, like up and motivated again. We're like, okay. So yeah, it was a, it was a fun, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't get a chance to talk about it. I meant to talk about it on socially awkward, but Matthew got back from his uh, booze cruise. I, I don't, we, that's the name of the episode. Uh, funny episode. Matthew had a bunch of little sass uh, episodes he pre-recorded, which are kind of funny. Yeah. So we're, like, every time you go to play it, I'd be like little sass. Because they're like little miniature episodes he did throughout the trip. Oh, that's um, cool. So yeah, it was it was fun. It was a good time. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else happened this week. Nothing too much. Just been uh, actually just been watching. Uh, been watching Adventure Time. Yeah. Uh, watching a lot of that, and, and actually, good way to bring it up to this point. Uh, we're on season seven, and they uh, there's a story arc going on right now of all of Marceline's stuff, which oh, I yeah, think and I'm is loving it. I love it. No, I've been loving every little thing they been doing and how like just the show is but I, I i've been liking the 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 big just like the character and just like how it's like how they evolve these characters into and then show you this backstory of like who's who and all this kind of stuff so it was very interesting but yeah i've been liking that uh that's a been a fun one so hopefully we'll probably uh you know watch more of that later this evening uh but i'm trying to think yeah so we got uh like i said pet cemetery in fact speaking of pet cemetery uh great friends of the show the geeks you eat uh, www.geeksueat.com uh, or go to their Facebook page, uh, www.facebook.com backslash, you know, geeksueat. Uh, they have a contest going on right now uh, for Pet Cemetery. Uh, so click on that. You get a kick ass little uh, cocktail. Uh, they have a little recipe for that. And uh, of course, if you at today, which is uh, Thursday, March 27th, because uh, I think it ends in four days because the movie is coming out like April 5th, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, so if you listen to this later and try to, you know, submit a thing, you're probably not going to win. So within that time span, this is 2019, giving a thumbs up to no cameras. Forgot to install Ooh. those these weekend. Um, but <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't. <laughs> mm. uh, oh, my glob. Um, yeah, I got nothing. No, shit, you t- derailed the show. And the show's never been derailed before. I don't know what to do here, Anna. This is crazy. It's never happened before. This has never happened before. We, usually, we actually Anna. have a script. Uh, this might be actually really... My name's uh, not Anna, it's Jack. It's Anna, shut up. Uh, pull back the curtain, it's done. <laughs> uh, you guys might not know this, but we actually script every show. And this is the first time the show's actually off, off its mark. 
Um, but they're doing a um, contest uh, to win uh, passes to see uh, Pet Cemetery. So, yes. but uh, yeah, that's about. I don't know what else to talk about. No, you're good. Uh, I figure at this point we can probably just jump into the horror movie news and start finding or the horror news in general because just see what we can drag out on this. Um, okay, uh, so we'll start with some. And things are broken. It's no, just, just you need a horror. take cues. Uh, technology. What are we talking about? Ow. Uh, horror news? Yes. Anyways. All right. So, um, do you want me to grab the first one about the shark? No, because that's eerie news of the week. Oh, sorry. Uh, right. sorry. I was just waiting for the link to pop up. Um, so, okay. Of course we know we're getting uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, uh, movie, but apparently there is a scary stories documentary that's going to get released in July. Uh, and it has its like old school video art and stuff like that. And it's like the doc directed by Cody Merrick features more than 40 interviews, including Elvin uh, Swartz family member and fellow authors like Arl Stein, as well as, uh, folklorists, artists, and fans. Um, so I was like, that's kind of cool. I'm trying to remember where it was coming to. I don't know if it was going to be in, if it was a Netflix doc or if it was going to be like a Hulu thing or just going to be a VOD or whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, we, all the three volume series written by, uh, Alvin, uh, Schwartz and, uh, and illustrated by, uh, Steven, uh, Gamelli, uh, from 1981 to 1991, uh, features short horror stories for kids that were adapted from folklore and urban legends. Ooh, that's interesting now. I think I want to now pick those up and see, well, I understand certain urban legends such as like the man with the hook, like that story and some of that. But, uh, I was always curious. I'm like, if that was an urban legend or just a folklore with the, I've came to vibe the windows, the weird, like weird window Vasha. Window Vasha. Uh, hi, I'm the window Vasha. I've come to vibe the windows. Yeah, I've never seen uh, Scary Stories to that Tell in the Dark, and I've never seen... What's the other one? Well, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark you'll never see because the movie hasn't come out yet. No, um, I mean, like, the or books, like the, the, you, I've it, never read the books, yeah. I guess. And then the other, like, the one Goosebumps. that was... A, uh, I've never read Goosebumps or seen the show. I've never uh, read or seen the other one, like the Campfire one. Oh, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, I've, I've never seen or read i guess if that one has books i've never read them so that's kind of interesting yeah it's it's really kind of cool that a lot of these uh old uh like this is where this is where i've uh, i i come up with the theory that like we always kind of repeat ourselves uh in one format of another so right now i feel like the 90s are coming back like mm, like yeah. that kind of trend because yeah, a yeah. lot of these things a lot of our reboots, a lot of the stuff that we grew up with in the 90s and stuff like that is now making its comeback, such as, like, they're doing the, uh, oh, what was it, like, some of the Nicktoons, like, they're getting, like, new movies are coming out, or they're rebooting little stuff with them, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember the original Nicktoons, and then now you have, like, so instead of, like, doing new scary stories to tell in the dark, they're like, oh, here's a feature film, because now we're all of that age that we're like, oh, shit, I remember, like, yeah. it's coming down to that kind of generation. It's like the people generation. who are, like, children in, like, the 80s and the 90s are now starting to like come into their own and they're like you know what i want to do this because i remember it from my childhood yeah you know kind of so thing. and like and then it's getting approved because you have that nostalgia factor and yeah, so that's like probably gonna that bring stuff. in more revenue 
so it's very interesting. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, just kind of see that. So that's why I think like all that, like Goosebumps, because I remember watching the Goosebumps movie. and I'm like, oh, this is fucking legit. Like, because I'm like, I remember that book. I remember that book. I remember that book. Like, you're like, you're pointing out all the creatures from the books that came in. You're like, oh, sh- oh I remember. Like, you're just like, oh, this is awesome. And Which it's is like, a bit of a bummer because I don't recognize any of it because, of course, I've never read any of them. So or seen any of the I think I've watched like maybe one or two episodes of the show because it was on Netflix for the longest time. But I didn't actually like sit down and watch it, which Mm. I should have. And I should have done the same thing with Twilight or Twilight Zone. I watched like one or two episodes. Oh, and for the longest time. uh, Sorry, I'm off on like this completely random rant. Oh, no, you're um, show's already completely popped its top. Yeah. Um, For the longest time, they actually had Alfred Hitchcock presents on Netflix and that was so much fun to watch because it was actually like super, super interesting. And there was one that I thought was really interesting where it's like this guy, um, this guy like gets super ear. It's like he's really super vain and like he's always like looking at himself in the mirror and like he ends up uh, like his grandmother or whatever. I think it, I can't remember if it's his mom or his grandmother. But she's basically, like, trying to kick him out of the house and tell him, like, oh, you need to go and get a job. So he murders his grandmother for the inheritance money. Um, But he thinks, like, he's this incredible actor. And so he does all the kind of, like, this groundwork to try to cover up for, like, create an alibi for himself and, like, kind of point the finger at somebody else who's actually him, but just, like, him in disguise. But then at the end, what actually screws it up is, like, there's a point where he's, like, always, like, touching the side of his face and kind of like angling his face a certain way the entire episode. And then at the end, it turns out he's got like this massive mole on his face and that's on one side of his face. And that's what he's always covering up. And that's what gave him away because he didn't think about whenever he was playing the character. He didn't think about the fact that the giant mole on the side of his face was going to be a dead giveaway that it was him in costume. Mm. And so it's kind of like this bizarre way of like how he got caught. And I was like, for some reason, that episode was like super interesting to me. And it's just kind of fun to see, like, because Alfred Hitchcock says the weirdest things, like, especially whenever it comes to, like, the sponsors on the show. He'll be like, oh, yeah, you'll be basically, you know, whenever uh, in the Marx Brothers, the movie The Coconuts, whenever he goes. And I think a few words from Polly's mother would be revolting. Ladies and gentlemen, Polly's mother and like, like has her taught and he basically did that kind of thing. He's like, and we'll be right back after some people try to sell you things and just kind of like let the. Well, that was like one of his one things where he's all like, um, "Excuse me, sir, could you please remove your head? The woman behind you can't see." And you literally just see the thing go, like set down. He's like. (laughs) Thank you. And then it's like, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, he's got the most bizarre like so, sense of humor. It's, it's I love amazing. It. That, I still haven't even seen that movie, uh, Hitchcock, with uh, Anthony yeah. Hopkins. And my parents said it was really, like, really good. Yeah, my parents loved it, too. And I really kind of want to see it. But, uh, and actually, apparently, I I can't remember if I read this somewhere. I've, like, Oh, no, I can't remember if like, my parents told me or if it was actually in the movie or not. But apparently, like, Alfred Hitchcock was the one with, like, the he freaked out the actress and so whenever she's like screaming in the shower she's actually scared because alfred hitchcock was holding the knife and was like pretending to stab her with it and it like completely freaked her out because he was a psycho he was he was an amazing like movie director but he was a psychopath yeah so and then speaking of things from the child and stuff of that so of course uh with uh the goosebumps book starting uh the movie franchise and stuff of that uh it looks like uh the goosebumps uh artist who drew those iconic like 
like book covers and stuff like that. Uh, it looks like him and Earl Stein um, haven't done anything in about 15 years, and I can't tell you too much about it, but we are working again together, Jacob told uh, the podcast uh, he was on. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. So it looks like we'll get to see some of these like uh, things, but I totally forgot Ooh. about like some of these artwork, and just, but just some of the titles to some of the Goosebump books, like The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. <laughs> Is there even snow in Pasadena? No. <laughs> But it's interesting, like the he, the man, the man, man who had a, that knew how to hook these kids. Yeah, I'm not saying drugs, that he didn't. Heroin. What? So I wonder if the Dare program is going to make a comeback. Then me talking about the '90s. Sorry, oh, another God. rant here. You know what? They have a form of the Dare program already. They have those stupid puppet commercials trying to. No, tell no, no. That's the uh, no, no Dare. No, no Dare just didn't deal with cigarettes. Dare dealt with alcohol, cigarettes, Marijuana. drugs. Yeah. No, it was just drugs. There was no, 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 no. Weed wasn't like I didn't know. I'll put it this way: this is the worst part about the Dare program. Yes, I am going to say. Yeah, it kept us off drugs when I was in elementary fucking school. Okay, but as soon as you get to like elementary, uh, middle school, and then high school, and actually realize, oh, this is this is marijuana, and then you smoke it and go, uh, but okay, and yeah. then you have alcohol, and you're like, okay, and you're like, wait a minute. Everything that you sold us in the fifth grade, you were just like, you You didn't tell us what this drug, like, this is the problem. They didn't tell you what the drug did. They didn't tell you what the alcohol did. All they just said, it was bad. It was bad. It was always going to be bad. Just drugs don't are bad. Don't do it. It's don't bad. do it. Drugs are bad. But if they sat you down and go, like, now, yes, weed. You smoke weed, and it could, like, it gives you, like, this nice high or whatnot. <laughs> so that, you know, break it down to kids. They're like, yes, you could, alcohol. You If you drink enough of it, then you feel inebriated. Like, if they explained, like, a little bit of what these mm-hmm. things kind of did, you could kind of be like, but then when you got to high school, you're like, I'll try this. Well, yeah, because like, I feel like it would probably be more beneficial if they're like, yes, you get to this point, but then these are the negative side effects that Yeah, exactly, yeah. And just kind of be they, like. They, it was always just no. It yeah. was always no. No explanation. Just no explanation. Bad. Um, no. And they really I gave just, you like all these rules for no. No, I'm sorry. I'm going off the. I'm going off the dare. dare no, no, no. You're fine. I was going to bring up something from that too. Okay. So I was going to say like they always told you like just say no. There's all, eight different ways to say no. I remember the first time I was ever like at a party and someone was like, "Hey man, you want to smoke some weed?" And I was just like, "No, I'm good. Okay." <laughs> like this guy prepared me. Like locked and loaded us with these fucking like. Oh, you can do the cold shoulder if they keep trying to hassle you. Just like. Turn your, turn your, no, I don't want to talk to you. Or you just go, the record, no, no, no. It was a little like, no, I'm good, thanks, man. Okay, cool, man. Like, that was it. That was yeah, that, fucking The it. reason why is because stoners are the most laid back people in okay, the world. Okay, but even with alcohol, like, take a shot, man. No, I'm good. All right, whatever. Yeah, yeah more bruise for me. Yeah, yes, it, it, it is. Like, hey, man, you want to have some of this heroin? No, I'm good. I'm good, Muppet. I don't know why you sound like the guy from the Muppet band. Yeah, man, I know it's weird. <laughs> I used to be a human, man. I don't know what he said. Now he sounds like Dave Mustaine. Like, man, I'm Dave Mustaine. You guys want to do some heroin? No, get the fuck out of my house. Sorry, just like the Pied Piper. I fell in the street. Ow, I hurt my hip. God, I hate Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine. <laughs> Just the voice is so obnoxious. Fucking hell, dude. Why do you uh, keep inviting him over? I keep using the dare nose, and he doesn't understand that. I use the cold shoulder. Yeah, he doesn't go, why are you giving me the cold shoulder, bro? <laughs> That's pretty good. I know. 
Um, no, I was gonna say I. I told I, you only invite Shaggy, Shaggy and Scooby. They're the oh, no, fucking Dave Mustaine. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, so I just I think it's I think it was the Dare program where they're like, oh, they show you like the egg. They're like, this is your brain, and they crack into the. Oh, I think that was just like the public service announcement. Oh, yeah, of that, but like, I know this what you're is talking your about, brain yeah. on drugs. Don't do drugs. And I remember it's like I was talking to my sister about it one time. And I said something about like, oh, this is an egg. This is an egg on the floor. Don't do drugs. That's pretty much what I want. You know, thank you for bringing that up because I remember those commercials too. Yeah. The drug, there was always this commercial was all like, it shows this ballet dancer and she's like dancing around and it like has this stuff and I can barely remember. It's all like, uh, uh, it's like when I, oh yeah, that was it. Like when I grew up, I want to be a famous dancer. When I grew up, I want to be a famous ballerina. When I grew up, I wanted to, and then it has this, like, I don't know what, like very like calming music shows this ballerina dancer. And then out of nowhere, it just has this guy go, no one ever says, I want to be a junkie when I grow up. <laughs> Say no to drugs, kids. And I was like, what the fuck? Gar- uh, I guarantee I'm going to find that commercial at some point. I'm going to play it. I'm gonna Please remember. do. But yeah. I, for the life of me, I've never once heard anyone called a junkie. Yeah, it's more I'm, of like I, an I, older I'll put it generation. The, I'll put it this way. No, no, no. I'll put it this way. It's definitely a 90 term. Yeah. But it is, does not exist anymore. Not really, no. And no one's because really... Yeah, because I well, don't... Well, actually, no. I take that back. You can... Like, I've heard people call somebody a heroin junkie. Yes. But it's always a heroin junkie. But it's always heroin. But this was just saying... Because this is the thing. They didn't tell us what drugs. Yeah. They just said, like, no one ever says I want to be. And I'm sitting there going, like, was the heroin really that big in the 90s? Because I didn't Apparently. think so. <laughs> but it was so weird. It's like this calming music, like, I want to be a ballet dancer. And then just like, no one ever says I want to be a junkie when I grew up. And you're like, this guy smokes like 80 cartons a day. Like, why am I taking advice from him? Soon it's just going to be like, no one ever says I want to be a junkie when I grow up. Mm." Like, are you serious? (laughs) And that just reminded me of, uh, it's completely unrelated to drugs or horror. Um, It's just like this entire episode. Yeah. But, like, there was this old commercial that I saw, I think, back in, like, either the 90s or, like, the early 2000s, where it was, like, these kids saying, like, oh, like, this girl was, like, oh, I want to be a ballerina. And it's, like, this boy is, like, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be, you know, this. And then it shows this one little boy, and he just goes, I want to be forced into an early retirement. <laughs> I was, like, that kid has the right idea. Uh you know what? I really, I'm glad I added the little thing at the end of this. I just realized this is definitely a '90s show. Uh, so the Zoe Listers uh, Jones, uh, writer and director. Uh, oh, that's his name. Zoe. I thought it was like Zoe, Zoe Lister. Yeah, Jones. Zoe Lister Jones, writer and director of the Craft reboot uh, Blumhouse, is involved in Columbian Pictures. Now I'll put it this way: I never saw the Craft, so Maybe. and. It, like I said, 90 show. It came out in 1996, this movie. Um, oh, yeah. She wrote, executive, produced, and starred in it. Who? Uh, Zoe Lister-Jones wrote... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, she wrote, executive, produced, and starred in the Fox Searchlight, Searchlight feeder Lola Versus, which I've never heard of. She was also in a bunch of indie movies. Uh, comedy pilot Woman Up was recently greenlit at ABC. Hmm. She... Wrote and is set to direct um, in this one, I think. Okay. Well, uh, uh, like, I know probably some people aren't happy because, uh, uh, like we always say, like, reboots are like, why, why, why? 
but I also look at it this way is, uh, again, like things repeat itself, not in the same format, not in the same fashion, but now you're trying to get a younger generation to check this out. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Some of the parents, I think, could also feel, because I, I always used to really like this, where uh, you would see a movie on uh, TV, like, trailer and you're like oh my god i want to see this and my parents would be like oh they're remaking that and you're like what is that and they would show you the original one and then you would see the new one and you're like oh okay you can kind of appreciate like yeah where where it came from kind of thing so it could always be that thing where your kids could go see this new craft and you're like yeah i wanna you don't know shit kids watch this one and they're like this is bad and you're like i know it was the 90s it's all we had <laughs> why is these weird characters coming out of me tonight <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Is it like a bullfrog just angry at the world? I have so many children. Sounds like a woman with smoking problem. Actually, it sounds like that weird frog woman from uh, the Oblongs. I've never seen the Oblongs. I'm trying to remember now. What does that sound like? Do I need a new character? Yes. You always need new characters. Yeah, but what this character's name is? Um, Betty. Uh, see, I was I was gonna go. I I want rant. Oh, ranting Rita. There we go. Oh. I'm ranting Rita, and I don't agree with anything these kids are doing these days. <laughs> I thought my husband would have killed me, but it looks like it's gonna be the cancer because I took him out last week. <laughs> rowdy Rita. Okay. Ranting Rita. Ranting Rowdy. Uh, ranting Rowdy Rita. Ranting Rowdy Rita. There we go. I have to draw a picture of her now. <laughs> Please do. Anyways. Um, um, I was going to say something. Oh, I was, sorry, I yeah, was going to say. Um, no, you're good. No, I was just going to say, I feel like with a lot of like the reboots and like the soft reboots that they're doing, I feel like it's actually kind of being beneficial because again, like you said, it rekindles interest in like the old movies and stuff. And some of them are actually like pretty good. Like granted, um, I didn't really find the old it that scary. It was a lot of fun to see Tim Curry just being Tim Curry and chewing the fuck out of the scenery and just being generally ridiculous. <laughs> But the new It movie, I it creeped me out, but it had a really good balance of, like, funny and scary and suspenseful, and it was just really, really well done. Yeah. So, and I'm really looking forward to It Part 2 coming out, because I'm really hoping that they do a better job with, I'm sure they're going to do a better job with Part 2 <laughs> than they did in, with the first uh, series. Yeah. <laughs> or the first uh, iteration of that movie, but... Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, well, like I said, some early reviews have been coming out with, uh, and I don't usually offer reviews, but I'm just glad like we're seeing you get to see some positive stuff. Yeah, but uh, I like I'm gonna go see the movie anyways. But Pet Cemetery looks like yeah, they tweaked a little bit stuff from the actual book and from the what the again TV movie did. So yeah. they they have some stuff, put a little twist on things, but a lot of people are like it's it's pretty it's they're like it's fucking up there with it like it's a fucking good stephen king like oh, fucking movie so it's kind of it's been kind of cool to actually see a lot of his properties kind of get like uh, another chance to maybe oh. be done kind of like the way that he intended it to be done for like you know uh television or uh movie purposes yeah that reminds me uh season two of uh dark not dark, um the stephen king show on um hulu, hulu. uh you're talking about castle rock castle rock I don't season know. two starting up when no i was asking about season oh two. i don't know when that's coming i, I know they're in the process of working on stuff and, okay. and whatnot i know it was renewed for a second season i don't know let's say it dropped last year like i think what like in the summer so it might be one of those things again um uh, yeah i thought you were talking about into the dark which that's blumhouse and hulu um oh yeah yeah uh, yeah which we watched what 
two movies and we watched yeah we watched two we watched puka and the new year's yeah new you new me something like that uh new year new you um yeah and actually i kind of am interested to see the valentine's day one oh them stuck in a the at the elevator elevator but yeah, I, yeah. We just, again, I did like, want to see the Halloween one, but it's kind of like people complained about it, so I was like, eh. well, again, like I don't go off of like if you want to watch it, watch it, you know, kind of thing. It's like, yeah. Considering, I'll put it this way: no time is there. If you think time is wasted, then I guess that's on you. I'll put it this way: if you're the kind of person who's like, oh, I'm not going to waste my time watching that, okay. But if you're the kind of person who do like what everybody else kind of does, where sometimes you don't want to start anything new because you're not really that invested, so you just want to put on something on the TV, just that background noise, so you can just fuck around on your phone, and you just go back to a show that you've seen like over and over and over again, so you're not really paying attention. You just kind of queue up to the beats. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can miss rewatching three episodes of your favorite sitcom and watch a, like a movie that you probably be like, okay, this was bad, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like to me, I'm like, cause it, like to me, I've done that. I've don't know how many times I've seen American dad all the way through Futurama family guy, all up to speed, you know, all this kind of stuff. Uh, rewatched over and over again where there's a bunch of new things and I'm like, I should totally jump into this. And I'm like, ah, this is familiar and safe. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with this. I'm gonna pet the TV now. Um What are you, Carolyn? Carolyn. Cor wait. Caroline. No. Is it Caroline? Caroline. Coraline? No, no. There's Coraline. No, no, I'm thinking of poltergeist. Oh. Oh, the kid. <laughs> yeah. That was a random ass pull, but I like it. That reminds me. That was another remake that was good. Was the Poltergeist remake? Yeah, don't get me wrong. Love the original. The original is great. Everybody in it is great. And so that, but I did enjoy the only gripe I had with it. The only gripe I had with it. Clown. Well, no, it was just like over oversaturation of clowns. Like there was yeah. one clown in the in the original, and that thing was creepy as fuck. I remember seeing that as a little kid, where mom's like, oh. Steven Spielberg, you know, he produced it. Even though at that time, I did not know who Toby Hooper was, the guy who created fucking chain, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. So you, my mom's like, oh, it's okay. Steven Spielberg, he did E.T. You'll remember E.T. I'm like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm four. I, I think E.T. was out. I'm not... I, <laughs> I've, I I don't even know where the cookies are. Like, I have no concept of anything. Give me a cookie and sit me down in front of the yeah. TV. I'm fine. I remember my mom just watching that, and then like I was like, yeah, I am terrified of this fucking clown <laughs> as a four-year-old. Good job. My mom actually fucked up uh, big time with Brian, uh, our eldest, because she would put him on, and she's like, oh, it's pretty tamed. It's pretty tamed. Not going to screw my kids up anymore. And she's on the phone with, like, uh, her sister or something like that. And all of a sudden, she just hears Ryan screaming because of the part where the guy, like, rips his entire face off. Yeah, seeing that probably as a, you know, uh, six-year-old, maybe seven-year-old at that time, probably fucking traumatizing. Because uh, as an adult, when you probably saw that, you're like, oh, I know it's fake. It's it's fucked up. But you're like, we know it's fake. But Ryan was like, fucking living. Ryan, you goddamn son of a bitch! (laughs) Why'd you leave the TV on? Oh, that was my bad. Oh, I'm a... I love so, how I just put my mom on blaster. <laughs> not on blast. She did, she was she had things going on. She had to be on the phone. I'll put it this way. Um, She's not going to hear this. <laughs> that's true. Um, no, but I looked up Castle Rock. Apparently, season two does not have a premiere date yet. Most likely, if it does come out in 2019, it'll be late in the year. Mm, okay. Because so, I think they're still filming. Yeah, I think so, too. So, yeah, because they started writing everything, like, I think, September of 2016. 17 
And then everything went into production, I think, in January for them. Well, I know it released in and then it released Dece- or the summer of 2000. Yeah, and then I think it said. dropped like June and uh, like end of May, like and then June mm-hmm. run or whatnot. So yeah, so I think like it was. It's been one of those kind of weird like. And probably they are might be taking a little more time due to the uh, it part two coming out, so they probably have to work around what's his name schedule a bit. Well, that's even if he's in it, Billy Skarsgård. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name for a second. Um, but uh, yeah, which I feel bad because he's now one of my favorite horror actors. Him and uh, Patrick Wilson. I love that guy. He's great. Anyways. Anyways. Um, oh, and I forgot about another movie that's actually coming out that's going to be horror theme. Also, next week is uh, the reboot of Hellboy. Oh, that's which right. Which I've been very intrigued because I love I love Hellboy comics. I'm just a fan of those, and I love the movie. Uh, With Ron Perlman? Yeah, Ron Perlman and just everybody involved. It's just a fun. Um, well, it was, uh, it was uh, Gilmore. Guillermo uh, del Toro. I yeah. have have such a hard time. Assume, yeah, because you, you haven't seen the second one yet, The Golden Army. No, I haven't. Which is fuck. Which I really enjoy because okay, great, great off the bat because it really ties into like the myth- mythical and shit like that. Like they went really above and beyond on that part. Like they really brought oh, you good. into the Hellboy world because that's what he deals with, kind of thing. Don't get me wrong, love the first one. First one's fun. This one's great because like Abe Simeon. The, uh, like, uh, aquatic kind of creature, he falls in love, and you're like, oh, that's awesome. And then, like, you know, Hellboy's got his, like, issues going on with his woman's stuff. But then you also have this new character comes in, and right when I saw, like, the end of the credits, I'm like, oh, who's the voice of this guy? Found out it was fucking Seth MacFarlane. Oh, really? Is the voice of this character. And you're kind of like, this guy's a dick, but then at a certain point, like, like, he twists some stuff because, like, shit comes down, and he's just like, no, we need to do, like... We're like, let's do this, like kind of yeah. shit. So it's pretty awesome. But yeah, yeah, Hellboy Two: The Golden Army is a is a is a fun, fun fucking movie. You know what I want to see more of? I want to see more movies about like the supernatural aspect of World War Two. Hellboy. Yeah, I know, I know, and that trigger that like triggered and reminded me like that needs to like I want to see more of that because I'm. Is this one, or is the new one set in present day, or is it still set in World War Two? Well, no, they do World War Two. That's the flashback because basically they have the, oh, the yeah, occult they and they yeah. conjure it up, and the portal opens, and Hellboy comes out, and the Americans get to him before the, the Nazis uh, do, and then basically the one guy raises him as his own and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, this one just looks fun, but I'm, I'm, I di- actually did not expect it to be rated R. And whether it was PG-13 or rated R, but I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of digging the rated R because it looks like like he literally just, like, in one of the previews, just cuts off, like, this, like, giant's, like, leg. You just see it just everywhere. <laughs> he just gets covered in blood. I'm like, so that actually interests me when, when I saw that because now I'm like, oh, are they going to go, like, the evil dead route where they're just going to use, like, an excessive amount of, like, blood, oh, like, just amazing. to be, like, a nod yeah. to, like, like, like try to, because it looks like they're putting in a lot of, like, kind of horror aspect to it, a lot of, like, <sighs> so comic book stuff, you know. I wish you hadn't said stuff. that, because now I want Bruce Campbell to show up in that. Oh, uh, you never know. He could play a character. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he would. Oh, yeah, That's no. the funny thing about Bruce Campbell, is he talks, like, and acts like he's a total asshole, but he's, like, seriously one of the nicest people. <laughs> Because, like, I listened to, like, a, uh episode that where he was, like, at a con and, um or, like, a podcast where he was at a con and he was just, like, he would give, like, the snarkiest answers to people and just be, like, generally act like a prick, but, you know, he's, like, actually, like, has, like, a really good heart. Yeah. So, because, like, I, I guess this one woman ca- came up to him one time and she, like, didn't really, like, she knew kind of who he was, but not really. And so he was, like, making fun of her and, like, 
I like talking about it later on, but like in this moment, like he was actually like really nice to her. It was just really funny to me. Anyways, sorry, I keep getting sidetracked. No, you're good. I just went on. I totally forgot how good of a voice he has. I was just trying to see like, oh, Oh, yeah, you know what he could voice for my not existent cartoon show. Oh yeah. Anyways, so um, apparently Dolph Lundgren is going to be basically playing Frank Castle again in a zombie movie. Now, okay. when I say Frank Castle, it might be like, wait, what? Uh, the movie is actually going to be called Trigger. But yes, uh, a lot of people probably don't know this. In 1990... 1989. No, you cut me off. Sorry. I believe in 1991. Okay. I believe. I'm trying to remember if it's 90 or 91. Uh, there was an actual Captain America movie. Oh. Uh, did not get a big release or anything like that. Uh, it was basically, this is when they realized, like, they really need to actually put some production into some shit and actually get things right. Because I believe uh, Red Skull in the movie was actually French hmm. and not German, which doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> because why would he be a Nazi? Working, double agent maybe? No. No, it was because they were like, oh, he needs an accent. Can you do a German accent? The guy goes, no, but I can do a French accent. Oh, that would be fine. That's... They didn't care. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm basically getting at. That's like, the okay, dumbest thing I've so heard. Exact, did... Exactly with the do? Dolph London Punisher that came out in 1989. Uh, it was basically like the mob hires him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay, thank you. That's what I'm saying. The mob hires Frank Castle to track down his kids. What? Not Frank Castle's kids, the, the mob boss kids. kids. So the, then he has to, he's working for the mob to go kill the other mob that, that kidnapped that mob. I was like, when did Frank Castle uh, ever like, oh, yeah, I'll totally work for the mob for the same exact people who murdered my family. That hurts my brain. So, yeah, so they did not really. That's why when uh, that's why when Tim Burton's Batman came out, it was such a milestone where they kind of stuck to the majority of the source material. And you're like, yes, okay, his parents were killed. Yes, they did this. And then at that time, no one really knew much of, like, you know, of the Joker's backstory because, like, the killing joke did come out, but it wasn't like... If you weren't into comic books at that time, uh, you you had no idea what this was, like, kind of thing. So I remember my dad actually took my mom to go see it, and they were like, it's amazing, you know, kind of thing. And I remember when it came out on VHS, you see this Batman movie, and you're just like, oh, this is, like... Yeah, this is cool. Like, because, you know, stuff like that. But I remember seeing, like, this bullshit on TV because it'd be like, they'd always play it at weird fucking hours because it was such an abomination. (laughs) And believe me, I've seen that fucking Fantastic, that 1994 Fantastic Four movie. That's terrible shit, too. Sad part is, sad part is. Only time they got Doctor Doom right. The only time they got Doctor Doom right. You're like, oh, fuck, he looks amazing. Oh, fuck, he, every, his army, how he, how he, his hatred towards Richards. You're like, holy fuck. And then it's just like, it's the one movie that just was like, nope, no one's going to see the light of day of that. <laughs> we watched that, but yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm just excited because I'm like Dolph Lundgren in a zombie movie. Like, I'll put it this way. He was in uh, Aquaman. Loved him in that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he played the, the king of the other kingdom. So you're yeah. just like, so I'm like, yeah, man, I would, it's Dolph Lundgren. Just let him fuck up some zombies. Let him do him. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. That's, see, that's what, that would be a better one. The Expendables just fight zombies. Yes. Like, like you, but again, that's, no, no, that's no. The again problem, though, you is... don't need, you don't need to storyline. Uh, zombies in the world. Uh, zombies all over the place. You see what I mean? There's so many zombies. You know what I mean? 
I'm Dave Mustaine. Hey, it's a zombie. <laughs> God, that'd be amazing. Uh, and um, then, then they turn, and then you have them. <laughs> I have to get to your brains. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to eat your brains. Yeah, that's right. I'll eat them all. Then Chuck Norris takes them all out. I don't do a Chuck Norris. <laughs> that's your Chuck Norris. Well, that was my favorite. The, the only thing that I liked about either of the Expendables movies is in Expendables 2... They had uh, Chuck Norris in it, and he told a Chuck Norris joke where uh, he somebody, or uh, I think um, uh, Sylvester Stallone said something about, oh, yeah, I heard you got bit by a snake. And he goes, yeah, and after three excruciating days, the snake died. <laughs> like, that's one of the, you know, it's like, I, I think Chuck Norris's favorite joke about himself is uh, Chuck Norris doesn't do his taxes. He just looks at him looks at it and the taxes do themselves or something like that. Some type of tax joke. But my favorite Chuck Norris joke is that Chuck Norris sleeps with a pillow under his gun. So if you have any terrible my, Chuck Norris jokes. My, my favorite Chuck Norris joke is Chuck Norris once did a roundhouse kick so fast that his foot traveled back in time and knocked Amelia Earhart out of her plane. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> Did you just find that? No, I, I wasn't even looking at that. I was actually pulling up the, oh. the our eerie news of the week story. So yeah, kind of oh, move along with good. the show a bit because we just like got on this huge rant <laughs> of non horror related news. This is a very misleading episode. <laughs> I, I like be horrorcasting quotes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, but anyways, we do have uh, one last story before we wrap up this this insane episode of <laughs> what the fuck. Um, uh, uh, you could read it, <laughs> but <coughs> but without further ado, we'll drop into some uh, eerie news of the week. It is time. For eerie news of the week. When did I lose control? <laughs> A long time ago. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I feel like we talked about this. Yeah, we did talk about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, the abandoned shark is being moved to a new home. We have not talked about this. The last time we did a shark talk, it was the woman who's put her hand in the shark thing and said, do not feed the shark. She's like, oh, that's for anybody. And then she's like, yeah. oh, my arm. No, this is actually a brand new story. Actually, yeah. I saw it on uh, my brother's feed. And I was like, it just looked eerie and creepy because I've never heard about this thing. So Yeah, I, re- I must have heard out about it on like Bizarre States or something then. So apparently there's a dead shark that's floating in a tank of formaldehyde at an abandoned wildlife park outside of Melbourne in Australia. Um, and there was this whole thing that was going on where people were uh, complaining about like the fact that it was like this really cool shark. It was preserved in formaldehyde, but since there was no actual like upkeep being taken care of on it. <sighs> Like the shark was kind of decomposing inside the formaldehyde. So turns out uh, the owners of the place are sick of people showing up on their property, breaking into the enclosure and causing damage to the shark tank, which it bears repeating is full to the rim with carcinogenic formaldehyde. So they've donated the specimen to a nearby museum known as Crystal World. Crystal World mainly specializes in crystals, fossils, gems, meteorites, minerals, and those big geo things that look way more expensive than they really are. But when 
The staff member Sharon saw a four meter long great white pop up on her Facebook feed. She knew she had to have it. So it was Facebook. Nice. Um, she got in touch with the owners of the defunct wildlife park where it originally was and told them she wanted the shark, whose name it turns out is Rosie. And they were more than happy to give it to her. They basically donated to the shark to Crystal World so that it can continue its preservation in a safe environment and be used for educational purposes. Um, so, yeah, it looks like a, so a lot of people have, like, kept breaking in and, like, looking at it, like, just to see, like, say that. Yeah, they just like to see it. But, like, just, I could just imagine, like, being in Australia like you're teenagers, you have nothing to do and you drive out there and like at night cuz you know at night and just like how that fucking looks and like it's tank it's just fucking eerie, you know, like Yeah. And also apparently there's even been people turning up with kids and telling their kids to try and smash the tank, which is just stupid and jan- dangerous, not that the tank will smash because it's four layers, but we're dealing with formaldehyde. Yeah, people are stupid. Like, get- God, people. Like, why would you tell your kids, oh, yeah, go up and break? Are you literally trying to kill your kids? Yeah, probably. Like, why? Good God, why? But, like, to me, when I saw this, like, I'm looking at the picture, looking at the thing, I'm like, this is just, like, begging for, like, a zombie shark movie. It really is. Because it's, like, it's like, think about it, like, like, green formaldehyde, and it looks like, creepy think about it, hell. like, it looks creepy as hell, but you know if you're, you know if you're there, hanging out with your friends, like, late at night, like, oh, shit, we're going to see the shark, you know, like, kind of fucking, like, you know, your teenagers yes. late, but you know you're going to sit there, and it's like, you're going to start telling, like, ghost stories and stuff like that, but then, like, out of the corner of your eye, you're like, wait, did that thing just fucking, like, move? Like, yeah, you know it's going to play me. that, like, trick on you, and I can just see, like, I'm looking at this thing and just imagining it just, like, you know, you're sitting there, sitting there, and all of a sudden it's just, you just see it, like... Twitch. No, yeah. not even twitch, like a slow, like, the head turns this way, and it turns this way like almost kind of back to swimming and everyone's like wait did it did it do that or did i see it do that like it even like the audience is just like yeah because you could totally do that with like the like it being green and like a silhouette kind of thing because it's like it's that thing that could play tricks on you kind of thing like no, i just I really saw want this b movie it's got it has to be a b movie because it's about sharks but now i really want this yeah i don't even know what to call it formalda shark i was gonna i was like molasses shark <laughs> Or you could just literally just go with the obvious name and just go with call it Rosie. Oh, that'd be fucked up. <laughs> Actually, what was the place called? The Crystal World. Crystal World is uh, taking it. Yes. No. What was the place called that it was on? Like, um, originally, uh, it doesn't tell me. It just says it was a defunct wildlife park. Uh, defunct wildlife. But yeah, yeah, I just thought it was cool and some of that. So yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just interesting, like, what, uh, and it, it's, yeah, it's just so fucking weird, like, I thought, I think they, they might have edited the story a little bit, because I remember, like, this whole thing of, like, where they caught the shark, and then they, like, uh, uh, didn't know what to do with it in the tank and stuff like that, because it was still alive and stuff, and then it ended up, like, you know, it dying because like, it's surviving or whatnot, white, so they're yeah. like, okay, well, why don't we do this with it and, like, try to preserve it or something, it was, it's just, like, it's just this bizarre, bizarre story about like how this wild park was like trying to like sur- do everything it could like when it started and then just try to fucking survive and just watch it get abandoned but it's just so interesting that everything else is like kind of cleared out mm-hmm. of that wild park because it's just deserted and someone else bought the land um and they just haven't done anything with it but that tank and that shark is just still out there like that's just it's yeah. just fucking eerie to me like this there's it's this just sh- sitting by itself in this abandoned yeah fucking like Wildlife park. Wild, like, like by, that's yeah. just it's just creepy. Like it's just yeah. like oh god. I give no, myself- it's like it's always. I 
I've always wanted to go to like a defunct like um like amusement park. Mm. I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, like an abandoned like, uh, like an abandoned amusement park. I've always wanted to go all, to yeah, one. I don't know what it is. It just seems like it would be like super eerie. Yeah, eerie. That's like, what I'm saying. Like it just seems like to me like a place that would just be overcrowded with people mm-hmm. is just completely and just dead. Deserted. Like you think about it, like even the zoo, like even though the animals are there, but like let's just like walking around the zoo like by yourself, no one else, just by yourself at night. Yeah. Like already you're like, that's fucking creepy. Like I know everything's enclosed and I'm I'm pretty much like safe because it's a fucking zoo, but you're still like Yeah. Um, you now I kinda want like then like Name Mustaine. <laughs> Well, because, like, I've heard a couple podcasts, like, kind of, like, do the story of, like, like a defunct, uh, like, amusement park or, like, a theme park mm-hmm. and, like, there's stuff in the, the theme park that came to life. And so now I kind of want to see, like, a live action version of it. Or even if, it, even if it wasn't even, like, live action, even if it was, like, some type of, like, animated something or other, like, I kind of want to see that and have, like, either... Because, like, Zombie da- Zombieland touched it on it a bit where it had, like, all the, like, the zombies, like, inside the park. But yeah, I feel yeah. like if you do, like, I don't know. I, 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 I'm trying to expand on this idea and it's not working and it's bugging me. But. Basically, I'll put it this way. Say the zombie apocalypse happens. So oh, okay. I got it. Horror theme park. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that, no, you're good. So no, no. zombie apocalypse happens. No, I was just saying go with your, go with your thing. No, that was it. I want a horror theme park that's abandoned. That's all. Okay. I don't know where we're going. Uh, uh, no, you're gonna, so you were saying zombie apocalypse happens. Well, I was trying to say zombie apocalypse happens, and uh, it's like, you know, they always show people either at their job or they show, like, they're always at a certain, like, thing, but you always get to see, like, you always see people, like, kind of working, going to work, coming home from work or something like that when a zombie apocalypse happens, or it's just, it's already happened, and things are, like, come on, we gotta go. Like, they just kind of yeah. throw you in. But you've never seen, like, you never see, like, a zombie apocalypse movie, like, happening where people are on vacation. Or, oh, yeah. like, so they're literally, oh, we took the family to Disneyland, and what the fuck? Just, just burst in. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, just shit like that. Like, because then you're like, okay, now I'm not even where, I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even where I live. It's the outside of my I'm, comfort I'm zone. I'm out of yeah. my entire comfort zone, and now I'm in this abandoned, like, theme park now that, obviously, like, everything is still kind of running, yeah, because no one's manning. Either people ran away from the machine, or they're dead, or they're a zombie, or something like that. So now you have like, so it's like a working fucking amusement park that's gonna die once the power runs out, pretty much kind of thing. But now it's like, but imagine that being in fucking Disneyland, and it's like you're with the fucking zombies, you're with this because now you're thinking, oh, I've been to Disneyland. Okay, uh, most people have been to Disneyland. Some people go back on a regular day basis. They might know Disneyland to the fucking T, and they're like zombie apocalypse, no problem. But the power shuts off at a certain time because they always make you leave the park and no one's actually ever been at the park except for probably security, like either when they have to walk around or whatnot. So it's like, you don't know, okay, now where, where's lighting going to be? Yeah. Do the rights shut down? Should I like, what place is like, safe, so now it's again, like yet. always putting you like in this weird, like eerie thing. But it's like, it's like, it's now you're like, oh, I get to get the fuck out of Disney. It's like, I get to get the fuck out of Disneyland and fucking get to get home. I got to yeah. get the fuck out of here. Kind of, it's like this weird, like, so yeah, I could totally see what you're saying now. It's like, so it's like that kind of thing where it's like, you're just in this place that you're not really familiar with, and you could even be out of town with. 
and now it's like it's abandoned or it's shut down and then shit starts happening there. So it's like, oh, it's like, how do I deal with it? Yeah. Yeah. How do you deal with it kind of thing? Because it's not like like, you know, everyone's like, oh, zombie apocalypse. I got this. Uh, Most people probably will, because it's like if you're here in your place of where you live and everything that and this shit happens, like I'm pretty sure like if a zombie apocalypse ever happened, it probably would be diffused very quickly because it would just be like, everyone stay inside. We've all seen the fucking movies. Yeah. Like, I think we're okay. Uh, kind of aspect. Yeah, that's true. Cause it's like, it's like, well, what does everyone do in a zombie movie? And people leave. Well, they have to leave and go get food. Fuck that. Just get some DoorDash. <laughs> the zombies like, <laughs> just throw it on the roof. Oh, um, I'm Dave Mustaine. (laughs) Wait, Dave Mustaine, you're a zombie? No, I just like the taste of human flesh. He's like, plus I'm trying to fit in. Yeah, this is the first time people look like me. (laughs) Just like the pie pie. And the zombies are like, I'm going to get the fuck away from this guy. Hey, you on the roof. Yeah? Shoot me in the head. Why? Mustaine. No, I think you need to suffer. Yeah, no kidding. You said we need to suffer. You're a dick. Anyways, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. You dick. Anyways, Uh, anyways, this is going to wrap up this hilarious, (laughs) wacky, insane, fantastic, hopefully, episode. I really hope only... I really hope people dropped off at work. Yeah, uh, I, I know we'll have one person still listening, but really kind of hoping other people that are like, you should listen, have just just stopped. Because <laughs> this, this is a... Uh, this is a... This is a... This train is ghastly. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I am Steve-O. And I'm Jack Johnson. And uh, this has been another episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Uh, you know where to find us, and until next time... Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. I'm Dave Mustaine. Everyone left me, and now I'm alone. <laughs>